Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Fearfully and Wonderfully Me podcast, a podcast designed to help you become the leader you are destined to be. I wanted to do um, a short podcast on kind of just a mid-year check-in relative to goals and relative to growth. And this podcast is, is coming out right at the, the last week of June. So that means, you know, we've gotten through the first six months of the year, and I don't know where those six months went. They have just flown by. I don't know if it's the same for you or not, but uh, it seems like the world really started opening up um, along March or April. People were getting, you know, their vaccines. And um, for us, certainly, it seems like there was just a, just almost like someone flipped a switch and we started getting much busier with speaking engagements and um, training opportunities and things like that. And it was, you know, some of these, uh, some of these speaking opportunities and things like that are ones that we had had to postpone from last year, right, that that were scheduled for 2020. And then, of course, COVID happened and, and nothing uh, in 2021, according to plan. And so some of these events were speaking opportunities for some that were booked for maybe spring or summer of last year, but have had to be postponed a couple of times just due to, to COVID. And so we're, you know, we've been busy um, lining some of those up and um, just been super blessed to have some opportunities come our way, but we've been busy. And so all that to say, it feels like the first half of this year just evaporated. That's what I like to say is it feels like it evaporated, like poof, it's gone. So I wanted to do just a, a, a short podcast um, now that the first six months of the year have flown by and we're looking at the next six months of the year, right? It's kind of a good time, just a natural time to, to sit down with yourself and go relative to where I want to be at the end of 2021, right? Where do I want to be at the end of this year? Where did I start at the beginning of this year? How, how much progress have I made? If I haven't made as much progress as I want, why not, right? Is there a good reason? Or maybe there was just a detour or life handed you a detour. Um, maybe you needed to, to take a different direction and that's okay, right? Renegotiating those goals or just, just reevaluating them. But, but I think it's a natural time. For me, it's almost something I do quarterly, but particularly at the end of six months, right? Where am I relative to what I wanted to be doing this year? And am I making progress toward the goals? But, you know, kind of a just a natural um, sidebar here as we talk about that in that conversation. And I've touched on this before in previous podcasts, but I think it's so powerful that I want to dig into that just a little bit more. You know, as we're talking about goals, whatever your goals are for, for this year personal, professional, maybe you had fitness goals or health goals. Maybe like me, your goal was to just decrease the amount of cheese crackers you were eating. And um, boy, that has been a tough one for me this year. And that seems so insignificant when I say that. And half of you are probably thinking, Rhea, why was giving up cheese crackers a big deal? But honestly, it was just one small thing that would help me improve my health, right? I mean, there's nothing really healthy for you in cheese crackers. And it's amazing how when I just quit buying them, I still, you know, I still would catch myself going, oh, man, I want a little snack. I'll find some cheese crackers, right? So it's, it's interesting how when I really just quit, quit buying the cheese crackers and didn't bring them in the house, I realized just how frequently I was nibbling on a few cheese crackers. So yeah, not a big deal, right? Certainly not the worst thing that I could eat. 
But in terms of improving my health, that was one of my goals this year was to just decrease or even eliminate the, the number of cheese crackers I was eating. And so it does seem insignificant for a lot of people. And it is significant. But remember, whatever our goals are, it's more important to make small, small changes every day consistently than it is to make big changes every now and again, right? The power of goal achievement and making progress is in the consistency. And I did a whole podcast not too long ago on um, consistency beats intensity every single time. So that is a little bit of a sidebar um, to talk about you know, the small changes that we want relative to our goals. I just wanted, one of my goals was to get a little bit healthier this year. How could I do it? Giving up a little bit of junk food. That's one way I can get healthier, right? Um, and so I, I share that because a lot of times we think that achieving a goal or making big progress with our goals has to be something big, or we think it has to be something glamorous, or we think it has to be something, you know, earth shattering or life changing. And that's not really the case, right? We can improve on something. We can work towards something just a little bit. But if we're making just 1% progress every single day, think how far you could go in a year, right? And it's the power of small. Um, I loved Linda Kaplan Thaler's book on the power of small, talking about why well, it was a really it's a fairly small book, no pun intended, but but really powerful when it talks about the power of small things with people. The the big things are the the little things a lot of times, or the little things are the big things. So I, I don't want to dig too uh, far into that, but but I wanted to touch on that because the the power in achieving our goals is. Uh, the consistency, right? It's the process of making progress. And I, again, I did a whole podcast on that not too long ago. So, but I want to just remind you as we're talking about this mid-year check-in and you sit down, I, you know, and I just encourage you to take an hour, not a, not a big process, right? Maybe not like a whole, you know, weekend retreat where you just need to drill down with yourself and your goals, but, but just take an hour, out of your week next week or even half an hour, right? Maybe it's when you're driving down the road somewhere by yourself and you have a little bit of time to think and just kind of reflect on where I am, where do I wanna be? If I haven't come as far as I wanted to, why not? What's stopping me, right? There are always a couple of very powerful questions that we can ask ourselves. Number one, where am I now? Number two, where do I want to be? Say in six months or a year. And then the most powerful question you can ask yourself when you know those two sets of um, information is what I'm about to do going to move me in the right direction? And that's the question to ask yourself. So relative to, again, back to my health goal, knowing where I was and knowing where I wanted to be with marathon training and things like that, the question is, I, I realize, oh man, I'm snacking on too many cheese crackers. I know where I am now with my training and my running and my health, and I know where I want to be is cheese crackers is, is decreasing or eliminating the, the amount of cheese crackers I'm eating going to move me in the right direction, right? And if the answer is yes, I know I can take action on that. Now, here's the thing. The answer might be no, and you might still choose to have a few cheese crackers or whatever that analogy looks like for you. 
right? But it's raising that level of awareness so that we can be more intentional about our actions, right? Don't fall into the trap of living life on autopilot because it's very easy to do with little habits uh, over time. We, you know, we don't think about those, but those habits either help us or, or help or hurt us. Right. And then we run into the, the risk or or just the, the mistake of living life on autopilot. And then when it comes to, to big things, uh, we're not where we want to be. But I think it's always important to look at goals in the context of growth. Right. And you hear Mac and I talk about this a lot. Goal, there's nothing wrong with having goals. Goals are a good thing. They can be very powerful things. They can be very motivating. But you always want to remember to be growth oriented and not goal oriented. Because here's the thing, if you are goal oriented, when you reach the goal, you will quit working, moving forward. You will quit moving forward because you've reached the goal, right? Unless you set another goal, you would just stop. You'd be like, well, I, I reached the goal, so I'm gonna quit. Now, there might be not necessarily anything wrong with that, but here's the problem. A lot of times, or maybe maybe not all the time, but but sometimes we set goals and for whatever reason, we don't reach them. So if you're goal oriented, at some level, you are tying your sense of self-worth and self-acceptance to the achievement of that goal, right? Because you're goal oriented. And so when you don't reach that goal, you feel bad or you feel ashamed or you feel guilty or you get down on yourself and then you just throw the the whole towel in and say why bother anyway right so an example of this is maybe you want to make some improvements with your health and fitness and so you set the goal of exercising three times a week but then for whatever reason you only made it to the gym once this week and so at the end of the week you look back and you're like man i didn't reach my goal and so you feel like man I made a mistake, I'm a bad person, I'm not getting, you know, there's no hope for me in making some progress with my help, whatever it is. Those negative feelings and negative thoughts start to swirl because at some level, if you are goal-oriented, you tied some piece of your self-worth to achieving that goal. You can't help it, right? If you are focused on being goal-oriented, that's what it means when you don't reach the goal. If you're growth-oriented, you're committed more to the process, right? And that's what I like to say is be completely committed to the process of growth. And it's okay to set goals in that context. But when you set goals in the context of growth, you're not attaching your sense of self-worth to them. You're focused on the process. So you are completely committed to the process, but you are detached from the outcome. Because then the reason that's important is, again, sometimes we have to renegotiate goals or we have to revamp them or maybe we just have to push them out, right? Maybe it's not a, not, not a bad goal, but maybe it's not yet or not now. And that's really powerful because that means when we are focused on the process and we make some progress, we might not quite get to the goal yet, but we don't beat ourselves up about it. We just say, you know what, there's nothing really there's nothing wrong with me, but I don't have to be sick to get better, as Michael Josephson said, right? There's nothing wrong with me because I didn't reach that goal. I just know I need to change things. 
change something. Maybe I need to change something in my process. Maybe I need to change some of those habits. I need to change something that's that's holding me back from achieving that. But it doesn't mean that that there's anything wrong with me. I'm not broken in some way or that I cannot achieve that goal. It just means I need to make some changes. And that's a growth mindset, right? That's a very healthy mindset to have when it comes to our goals. And it's the mindset that every single one of us need to adopt, right? It's great to have goals. I have goals, but just remember to keep them in context of being growth oriented. So you're committed to the process and detached from the outcome. And that, you know, that's always very healthy. Um, it's very healthy to have that perspective because if you're growth oriented, you can look back and say, like I did and say, well, you know what? The first month or so, my cheese crackers commitment was doing pretty good. And then I found some something that uh, organic cheese, it was, it wasn't quite cheese crackers, but it was a little bit close. And, and so that was easy to fall into that. And then I had to just, you know, tell myself, you know what, look, this is really not helping me make progress with, you know, where I wanted to be in terms of snacking on cheese crackers. And so I just had to make a little tweak, right? That was a, a mid um, or maybe first quarter tweak for me is just looking at that and going, honestly, you know, I gave up the cheese crackers, but I replaced it with something that's not a whole lot better. And that's not really serving me relative to where I want to go. Let me make a little tweak. I don't have to beat myself up. I don't have to get down on myself or be too hard on myself. It's just recognizing the growth that I'd already achieved and that I wanted to continue to grow here, right? And recognizing that I just need to make that change. Now, here's the thing. When we want to grow our mental discipline, right, or our emotional discipline, whatever it is that we want to achieve, sometimes it's not good. No, lots of times it's not going to be easy or fun, right? When we're working towards something, there's no doubt that it's not always fun to do that, right? There can be days when you don't feel like it, whatever it is. Maybe you're writing a book and you're like, man, I'm tired. I had a long day at work and, and I don't really feel like writing 10 pages tonight or whatever it is. It's, it's almost easier to build our physical discipline, I think, than our mental discipline. And here's why I know this. Because it's probably for most of us, I don't know if it's like this for everybody, but most of the people that I talk to or coach or, or speak to kind of recognize this at some level. It's almost easier for us to do something that we don't really like when we're working toward a goal than it is for us to not do something that we like when we're working toward a goal. So, right, it's almost easier for us to, to work up the physical discipline to do a little bit of exercise. It's easier to do that rather than give up the chocolate chip cookie, right? If your goal is to lose five pounds, either one would help, right? Exercising more or eating less. And it's almost easier for most people to say, oh, let me work a little more exercise in so I can still have my chocolate chip cookie or whatever it is. I use fitness examples a lot because a lot of people can can grab onto them. They're very relatable for many people. Um, but let's say let's say your goal is to write a book, for example. And one of the things that you know is you need to write five pages a day or 10 pages a day or however many it is that that's your goal. It's almost easier for you to do that 
than it is for you to to say no to some of the other activities that are preventing you from doing that. And so what what will happen is if you have if you're if that's your struggle is you'll write the pages, but you'll stay up too late to do it because you wanted to binge watch Netflix. Right. You see what I'm saying? It's almost easier for us as humans to do something we don't like in context of a goal than it is to stop doing something we like, but it doesn't serve us relative to that goal. So I know that's a deep concept. You may have to rewind that a, a, a time or two and, and go back and listen to that. But, but really, I think for most of us as humans, as people, it's easier, right? That's because it's physical discipline versus the mental discipline. And I think it's a little harder for most of us to build mental discipline. Have you ever tried to just um, sit and quietly pray for a certain number of minutes, let's say 10 minutes, or meditate if that's your thing. Have you ever tried to do that and you you, you sit down and, and you start your, you know, you look at the clock and you're like, okay, I'm just going to, for 10 minutes, I'm going to turn everything off and I'm going to give total focus to this. And then within 30 seconds, some thought has just in, completely intruded into whatever you were trying not to think about, right? Maybe you were focused on praying or focused on meditation, but you were focused on not thinking about your grocery list or what you're going to do tomorrow. And yet 30 seconds go by and your mind is already going. Now your body's still doing it. Your body's still sitting there. Your body's easier to command than your mind, right? Because it all starts in the mind, the mindset. That's why it's so powerful for us to grow ourselves personally and professionally. Because when we can grow that, when we can develop this, the rest will come into play much, much easier relative to whatever it is, personally or professionally, right? I think the more, the more we can master ourselves, the easier it becomes to, to, to tackle and accomplish anything else that we want to do. Um, and it really, you know, that really touches on the foundation of being proactive, right? Back to our emotions relative to our goals. We're not always going to feel like having discipline or working towards something. And yet when we are able to be proactive and say that's a normal, healthy emotion, but I don't have to act on it. I can choose how I respond to that emotion. And today I choose to be disciplined. I choose to be focused. I choose to be driven. I choose to be committed to the process that's going to help me grow. It's gonna help me achieve my goal. So I hope that I hope that really helps you think about that in that terms of that context. So, you know, I, I just encourage you, do a mid-year check-in with yourself. Where are you now? Where are you now relative to where you expected to be um, six months ago? What do you need to change in the next six months? It's going to help you make more progress, right? And then just take action. Like anything, it's always easier said than done. And I totally realize that. But, you know, a lot of times when we really understand the principle behind something, it's much easier for us to apply it. And that's always my goal is to, to give you a takeaway that's tangible that you can apply to your life today and say, okay, this is why I understand this a little bit better now. Now it makes it easier for me to go be successful. Until next time. Start increasing your influence and maximizing your potential with Rhea's audiobooks. Available at audible.com, amazon.com, and iBooks. Please visit RiaStory.com to learn about Ria's books, resources, speaking, and training programs. Thanks for listening.